Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 68 of the Positively Processing Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Fountas, with Eric Sanchez. Eric was just being a jerk, smacking his Coke Zero cherry on the table before the show started, so we're going to come on, guys. Not forgive him for that. Okay. This week's show was a last second change originally. We're going to do WrestleMania 2000 based on a poll result view on Twitter because I want to do an Attitude Era show. Yeah. I was hoping Over the Edge 98 would win, but it didn't. <laughs> so we'll do that one at a future date because I want to do it. But WrestleMania 2000 won. And then I was thinking, uh, well, let me try to get uh, something called WrestleMania all day. Like I was kind of thinking of it, remembering it. And we'll talk about that in just a second. Mm -hmm. uh, speaking of Twitter and the poll results, you can follow us on Twitter at PPW Podcast. I'm sure you have already. If you're not or a first-time listener or someone recommended the show to you, that's where you'll find all our show information, fun stuff, links, pictures, sharing photos, fun interactions, all that stuff, PPW Podcast. And if you're listening to us, you could have found us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get your favorite podcast from. Just search Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. If you want to support the show, head to whatamaneuver.net. we got two T-shirts up there, one with stars with the logo, another that says, I never complain online. There's rumors of us potentially having another shirt design coming up soon, um, parroting the Coliseum video, maybe, right? Maybe. Logo, depending I'll if you get to it. Okay. Last week was kind of busy, so I didn't even have time to even okay. start it. Well, well, we'll talk about your, we'll catch up on your week in a second. But that is pretty much it for all the propers and everything else, um, PPW Podcasts. Follow us on Twitter. And oh, also, uh, if you want to leave us a review on iTunes, that'd be great. Uh, last week I said if someone did it, they'd get a prize, and Red Chad 86 did it. So guess what? He's getting a prize in the mail, and I'll have him tweet it out once he gets it. And you will. I've got so much wrestling junk. <laughs> that would, it's like a mystery box. You pretty, can send them. Kind of, kind of, yeah. I've got a bunch of stuff like that, and I've got so much doubles of stuff because I buy lots like to yeah. get one specific thing and slowly trying to down, not downgrade collection, but... You know, condense, I should say, is the better word for it. Yeah, we'll work on some mystery boxes because I got some stuff too. Yeah, just like doubles and stuff you don't want? Yeah. Okay, maybe we'll do more mystery box contests. I think people would enjoy that. Okay, uh, back to what I was talking about with this original show, uh, which was supposed to be WrestleMania 2000. So back when WrestleMania 2000 was on pay per view in the year 2000, April 2000, WWE or WWF at the time did a special thing called WrestleMania All Day, which was for an extra 15 bucks. You got the entire day of like 24 hours of wrestling before the network, before anything. It was just highlights of past WrestleManias. It was, you know, breakdowns of matches, commentary, all that stuff. And for some reason, my friends and I didn't order it. We ordered the actual pay-per-view, and I don't know why, and I've always regretted it. And since then, I've kind of been searching high and low for a copy of this WrestleMania all day. Like, okay. And I finally got it. And it will be here in, on Saturday. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, it's like a four. It's a four disc set, and what, at least the one he made for me is. It's his personal collection. Yeah. So I'm pretty pumped to go back and look at that. And then after I watch that, and maybe you come over and watch some of it, we will go ahead and take a look back at WrestleMania 2000. That's awesome. But we got the Rumble coming up this weekend, and we'll go ahead and take a look back at a fun one. 
Yeah, let's not skip the rumble season. No, and what's funny is I was a little hesitant to do this because a while ago we looked back at rumble. We've done a couple rumble shows. I think we did rumble 92, maybe. I know we did rumble like favorite rumble moments or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. One of those rumble shows was like our worst downloaded show ever. So I was like, man, people <laughs> okay. don't want to hear about the rumbles. Maybe we'll skip that. Uh, but well, I, I think a lot of people agree with me. Like the Royal Rumble is probably my favorite match, like of the whole year. Yeah, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. So I mean, who wouldn't listen? Apparently, a lot of people. <laughs> either that, or everyone does rumble shows, so we're kind of lost in the shuffle. Maybe uh, next week, early next week, we're going to have a special guest. I'm going to interview him right after the rumble. Carrie Collarex Elbow Guy is going to be at the rumble, and they're also doing like an access stuff like that too. And also, he's it's in a baseball stadium this year, so I'm kind of interested to get like a point of view of being in the yeah. stadium perspective. Mm-hmm. So he'll be on Collar X Elbow Guy for all of your favorite wrestling ringside photos and information. It's in Safeco, right? No, it's in Arizona, Phoenix, where the oh yeah 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 WrestleMania okay. 19 was in Safeco. Yeah. Before we get into Rumble stuff, let's get our uh, trivia question out of the way from Collector Derek, the PPW Podcast Trivia Question of the Week. What do you got? So, <clears throat> long before... By the way, my uh, wife said, I love how the uh, trivia music is porn music. I'm like, this is the Rick Model Martell. <laughs> it is. We could have used the Rick Rude from uh, Rumble 89. Well, Rumble, we'll get to that, but the Rumble music on the network is dubbed over. That's not his theme songs. That's not. No. Okay. So, uh, okay. Uh, long before Randy and Liz were married on pay-per-view, this wrestler was married on national TV on the second episode of Saturday Night's Main Event in October of 1985. The only reason I would know this is because I went back and watched Saturday Night Main Events a while ago, because obviously I was born in 84, so I would would not have watched this (laughs) live. But it was Uncle Elmer, but I don't know who he married. I just, I like, even now, like, I remember seeing it. But I don't remember the girl's name or what the context was of the wedding. Was it like a country wedding? Yeah. It was, I don't know. It was just, I don't, again, I don't know the context of the storyline. I just watched it. It was just kind of goofy. But that's kind of out of my wheelhouse. It's a little bit cheating, Collector Derek, but I got it right anyway because I watch (laughs) watch wrestling all the time. Yeah. And there's also a bonus question if you're ready. Sure. Uh, With Royal Rumble in mind, name as many Rumble winners as you can in order from the first. How far can you make it? Okay. Well, turn that music down. There's going to be a little bit here. There you go. Push it away. First Rumble winner, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Then it was Big John Studd. Uh, then it was Hulk Hogan. And then Hulk Hogan. And Ric Flair. And then Yokozuna. And then Bret Hart and Lex Luger. Then Shawn Michaels. 95. This is 95. Then Shawn Michaels, 96. Austin, 97. Austin, 98. Vince McMahon, 99. The Rock, 2000. Austin 2001, Triple H 2002, Lesnar 2003, Chris Benoit 2004, Batista 2005, Damn. Rey Mysterio 2006, Undertaker 2007, <laughs> um, um, who was 2000? John Cena 2008, uh, Randy Orton 2009, Edge 2010, Alberto Del Rio 2011. Seamus, 2012. John Cena, 2013. So that was... Um, Batista, 2014. And then... The infamous... Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Re- well, back-to-back years. Roman Reigns, 2015. Triple H, 2016, where he won the title. And then 2017, which was two years ago, I guess, was... Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. And then 2018, which was last year, 
was Shinsuke Nakamura. So I got them all. I'm sure you did. I, I wish did. I had a list to compare your answers, but I th- I'm, They're right. I, I'm pretty sure you're right. They're right. So, boom. I don't yeah. want to question you. It's a little cheating because mo- I mean, some of them I know offhand, but some of them I just kind of have to reference what was the WrestleMania-like main event that year. Yeah. Although it gets kind of tricky because at some point they stopped giving the Rumble winner the main event at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Um, but what are you going to do? But that's, yeah. But they still call it the main event. They do. They do. It's kind of weird. It is. Uh, so that those are all the so all those Rumble winners. We're going to do a, just a quick brief overview <clears throat> What are some of your favorite Rumbles besides the obvious ones, 91, 92, which of your like, bread and butter ones? Yeah, talked about I liked over uh, 99 where Vince won. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I liked uh, 2005 where uh, Vince comes down and, and tears his quad. Did you like it just because of the end there? Because it's no, I liked it. I liked it for beginning like the whole thing. Like, it was okay. just a fun watch. Um, 2014 is just because I watched it with my friend Kevin in Texas. Like We went to... Um, I forgot what bar or restaurant it was, but we went there, and I don't know. It was just a fun experience. There was a lot of people just like watching, like the pay per view at the bar, mm-hmm. and it was often like a little, not like a conference room, but like a side banquet hall type room. So conference I mean, was, room with the bar, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, but it was real fun. Like everybody's getting excited about it and you know, mm-hmm. cheering their people, and it was the same reaction like they had at the at the, uh, at, the at the stadium or wherever it was. Everyone was booing. Everybody was booing because everybody wanted, not everybody, but most of the people wanted Daniel Bryan to be 30, and here comes Rey Mysterio. <laughs> I was like, boo. Booyaka. Yeah. Speaking of Rey Mysterio, did you see SmackDown last night? No. Oh, you got to watch that Rey Mysterio versus Almas uh, match. Or two out of three falls. Have you been watching like their series of matches? I have. They're, I mean, they're really good together. Yeah, but this this newest one, it's like, whoo. Okay. It doesn't stop. It's all. I want to watch it again today. It's pretty great. All right. So definitely check that out. But yeah, poor Rey Mysterio. But he won the Rumble in 2006, as we talked about before. Yeah. That is a Rumble I watched recently. See, I wasn't really watching wrestling at the time. And I was like, I didn't know who any of these guys were. Like, random miscellaneous wrestler here. Like, I don't know who the, any of these what people year? were. 2006. Okay, yeah. I didn't know any of those guys were. Yeah. So oh, the other one, I, I, we, I told you I watched uh, the Women's Royal Rumble, like, recently. With Last my, year's? Yeah, with my lady friend. And she, she was really excited. <laughs> Did you watch the, the Rumble or the Evolution Battle Royal? No, no, just the the actual rumble okay. for um, Oscar won. Did you tell her who won beforehand? No, so she was kind of into it. Yeah, was she pissed that Oscar won, or was she was she? Well, when it her? came down to it, I mean, I think you change your allegiances, like Corey Graves does all the time, <laughs> or Bobby Heenan would. Yeah. <laughs> so when it got down to the last three, mm-hmm. um, she wanted Oscar to win. One of the best Bobby Heenan lines ever of is from the ninety two Rumble is when. Piper saves Ric Flair, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, great, thank you, Piper. It's not a skirt. It's a skirt. It's not a skirt. It's a kilt. It's a kilt. And like a minute later, Piper yeah. goes to the He's like, what are you doing? You no good skirt wearing. Oh, I hate you, Piper. Right. Great stuff. Great. That That's what the Rumble itself performance from Ric Flair that year, obviously, everyone's talked about. But mm-hmm. if you, without Bobby Heenan, it's not remembered as greatly as it was, I don't think. I don't think so either. That's another one I want to get the original broadcast from because on the pay-per-view releases since then, when Hogan eliminates Sid, everybody, or when Hogan's eliminated, people cheer. Yeah. But then they, they remix the edits so that people boo. So it's kind of like, eh, WWE's always done this crowd editing stuff. So I think that's kind of funny that people are mad now, but they've always done it. Mm-hmm. I know I cheered when Hogan got eliminated. <laughs> <laughs> you hate Hogan, brother. What if he comes back this year, wins the Rumble? I don't know. That's just dumb. Yeah. That's just like the... Rams going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> you don't like the Rams? <laughs> well, no, not how they got there. Well, here, all right. Well, this is this sport. This is a real sports fight. So everyone's complaining about this pass <laughs> interference call that wasn't called. Yeah. Well, how about the play earlier when they called it, didn't call a face mask, so that the Saints had to settle for or the Rams had to settle for a field goal instead of a touchdown. 
I mean, I'm, I'm sure you can find exactly throughout the throughout the whole game, like all the nitpicking on the reps. But that last one was blatant. <laughs> like he plowed right into him. You but if that was a, if that was in the first quarter, would anybody cared yeah. as much? I don't think so. I mean, they would have, but it would not have been as crazy as it was. You know who we need in the ref? We need Kurt Hawkins. He did a great job on Raw as a ref. Yeah, out I, I, I want to see that too. You didn't see it? I haven't seen that, any any of this week's stuff. Okay, you got to get out on that. You've been a busy guy. What have you yeah. been doing that was so busy last week? <laughs> well, the last week I was dog and house-sitting for my sister. Yeah, you're sitting around watching the dog. It's pretty time-consuming. Well, no. <laughs> and then working out and then hanging out with my lady friend at D- night. Does she, does she know you call her your lady friend? Or yeah. she think you're her girl? No, her I girl. told her that. Okay. That so she's like, it doesn't sound right calling you my man friend. I'm like, well, <laughs> however you want to call it. Boyfriend. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, yeah, it was busy, and I was watching other stuff than wrestling, like Handmaid's Tale and other shit on Netflix and okay. Hulu. I don't know, just kind of relaxing <laughs> you've been and, busy. and just checking out of life for Sounds a while. Sounds like you've been doing nothing, being busy doing nothing, Yeah, which is fine, totally fine. Back to my favorite Rumbles. I like 99 as well because mm-hmm. I just loved – I loved Heel Vince. Like when yeah. I was a kid, I hated him, which was the point, but now looking back, he's so great in that role. Mm-hmm. I was a big fan of the 94 Rumble that everybody hates. I just I love that double finish. I thought it was cool, and everyone's like, "Oh, they botched the end," and like Luger hit first when it was it was it was good. Yeah, it I was hard it. to tell which I like. What I liked about two thousand five is they both had, there was a camera right there when Cena right. and Batista. But go that was over a botch; top. it wasn't planned. But still, they both hit the floor at the same yeah. time. <laughs> like you can't say he he, he uh, got eliminated first. Mm-hmm. I liked it a lot, and I also like how looking back, you know, the the narratives kind of been written that. Oh, Bret Hart was cheered so hard when they said he's the one, and everyone booed Lex Luger. Bret Hart got more cheers, but people were still kind of excited to see if Luger won the Rumble. You know, they were still excited about it. You think so? I think so. I mean, I was. I mean, you were a Luger fan, though. I was. <laughs> and I'm still bitter that they did not do Lex versus Bret main event at WrestleMania for the title yeah. instead of Bret Yoko rematch. That what was we dumb. Doing? It was, but, you know, what are you going to do? Still a fun memory to watch. Maybe we'll go back and look at WrestleMania 10 someday soon. All right. Fun show. So this show, Royal Rumble 1989, mm-hmm. uh, this was a show when I was a kid, I would avoid renting, and <laughs> I think because I saw it once, and yeah. was so pissed that Hogan didn't win, that I just never rented it again. And, like It was a show, I'm like, man, I hate this show. Like I would actively not rent it at the video store. I'd be like mad it was on the shelf. So I, I for the, even for the long, even like up until now, like I watched it recently, obviously for the show, but before then, it's been a long time. Yeah, since I would watch this show, I'm like this show, it's so been terrible. forever since I watched this. Yeah, did and you rent it when you were a kid? Was it one of the, I like, did. the rotation? Yeah, that's not, I didn't rent it more than once. I did rent it though, just so I can watch them all in order. Yeah, it took place January fifteenth, nineteen eighty nine, at the summit in Houston, Texas, and it was just I don't know, not a fan of the show. Mm. But, yeah, when you change your mind about WrestleMania, you're like, oh, let's do a Royal Rumble. You're like, 94? No, you, I said something about 89. Or you said 89. Well, here's so, And then you almost wanted to change it to 94. <laughs> well, here's the deal. So a couple things. One, I never knew that this wasn't the first Rumble because the first one wasn't released on VHS. I would have mm-hmm. never known because I didn't watch it on cable when it was live, so I didn't know that the first one was a TV special. Yeah. So I'd always get confused when they would say, oh, former Royal Rumble, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. And I would drive myself nuts trying to find this, like, when did Hacksaw win the Rumble? It's never, yeah. one never won the Rumble. So, you know, I was like, I would rent this tape originally. Oh, I like Hacksaw. He's going to win. And then Big John's done one. I'm like, what? This is ridiculous. <laughs> so I'm like, I remember yeah. thinking there must be something wrong with my tape. I, I got to get a different tape. This is the wrong tape. Maybe this is yeah. a different show. They put the wrong thing in the VHS cassette. But, uh, when Pre, I was, pre-internet problems. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And 
looking back though, before we kind of break break this show down, like after you watched it, what'd you think? I thought it was great. I, I loved was- the old nostalgia stuff. I loved. Uh, well, when I when you asked me which one do I want to watch, I said I want to watch eighty nine Haku versus Race, Duggan and Heart Foundation versus Bravo Rougeau, <laughs> Warrior and Rude Pose Down. Come on. <laughs> I mean, you can't go wrong with any of that no. stuff, right? I mean, a little bit is hokey, right? But I mean, a little of it. It's yeah. all, we'll get to it. It's all. <laughs> but eighty nine was just I don't know, just a lot of fun. It was, and you look at that roster. You know, you got the Brain Busters, you got yeah. Harley Race. It's just guys you forget that were in the and WWE. Rugged Ronnie Garvin. Uh, Outlaw Ron Bass. Don't get me started on Rugged Ronnie. He's going to be a WrestleCon. I might go tell him, I didn't like you. Oh. I wonder if he's got that same haircut with the sideburns. You he know, does. Cut up way too high. He does. Does he? A little flat top military cut. Is he? I haven't seen him in a while. Is he in the Hall of Fame? I, I don't hope think not. so. Okay, good. I might have to okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> I have to boycott if, if Rugged Roddy Garvin was in the Hall of Fame. No. All right. So the show starts off with the WWF logo like flying over an ocean yeah. and stuff, which I thought was cool. And that was one they never used a lot. And these are the, like this is one of the only times I can remember them using it. Yeah. Maybe on other big shows they did, but this is I liked it. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. I would always like the old. My favorite one was like the new generation one, like the World Wrestling Federation, the worldwide yeah. leader in sports entertainment. What I thought was cool was the first voice that you hear, that you hear is Mean Gene Okerlund. Mm-hmm. It said, "The World Wrestling Federation, what the world is watching." <laughs> yeah, I remember that. What the world is watching. Yeah. And what's funny about some of these shows and watching them on the network is I still, in my head, I'm waiting for before the show to start for those Hasbro commercials to kick in because <laughs> when they mm-hmm. call it in videotapes, it's still yeah. kind of buggy that they don't have them on there. That'd be awesome if they get those uh, old Hasbro commercials. you got to love new WWF figures. Love those commercials. Uh, this ro- We talked about this roster. It's got all the classic guys on there. Yeah. You know, it, we'll go we'll go through the we'll just do it now. Let's go through who was in the Rumble right now. So here we go. In the actual Royal Rumble match, Axe and Smash and Demolition, Andre the Giant, Mr. Perfect, Rugged Money Govern, Greg the Hammer Valentine, Jake the Snake Roberts, Ron Outlaw Ron Bass, mm-hmm. Shawn Michaels, Bushwhacker Butch, the Honky Tuck Man, Tito Santana, Bad News Brown, Marty Gennetti, Macho Man Randy Savage, Arn Anderson, Tully Blanchard, Hulk Hogan, Bushwhacker Bushwhacker Luke, Coco Beware, the Warlord, the Big Boss Man. Akeem, Brutus the Barber Beefcake, the Red Rooster, the Barbarian, Big John Stud, Hercules, Rick Martell, and Ted DiBiase. Just going down the list here, I mean, you got lots of Hall of Famers. You've got Andre's a Hall of Famer, Perfect Hall of Famer, Greg Hall of Famer, Jake Hall of Famer, HBK Hall of Famer, Bushwhackers Hall of Famer. Is the Hong Kong Man? No, he's not in the Hall of Fame. Tito's a Hall of Famer. Macho Man is. Arnon Tullyar is the Horseman. Hogan is. Coco Beware is. The Boss Man is. Um, Rick Martel should be. Don't know why he's not. Yeah. And then Teddy Biasi is too. So lots of Hall of Famers in this show. It's a, it's a stacked roster for sure. And a lot of these guys are alive. Really? Like compared to some of the other ones. Yeah. Because I mean, 91 and 92 were almost everyone's let's, dead. Let's go down the death list here. Andre's dead. Perfect's dead. So well, let's go two. with the ones that are alive. Oh. <laughs> this is the positive okay. show. <laughs> okay. Axe and Smash are alive. Ronnie Garvin's alive. Greg's alive. Jake's alive. Ron's alive. Is Ron Bass alive? Yeah. Okay. Shawn Michaels, Michaels alive, Bushwhackers alive, Honky Tuck alive, Tito alive. Is Bad News Brown alive? I believe so. I don't know. Let me check. No, he's dead. Okay. Um, well, that was fast. <laughs> well, it's easy on the Wikipedia here. Marty's alive, oh, okay. Macho Man's dead, Arnon Tully alive, Hogan alive, Bushwhacker alive, Coco's alive. Warlord? I think he's Yeah, he's alive. He does. He does, still does appearances. Boss Man is dead, Akeem's alive, Brutus alive, Rooster's alive, Barbarian... 
Still alive? Yeah. I mean, he got his autograph. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) You hesitated. Uh, Is he alive? No, I I didn't get the... I got a different... That's a different barbarian. The barbarian I got is one of the Tonga guys. That's the same barbarian. No, it's not. The other barbarian is the barbarian from the Powers of Pain. What? I did not... There was not... Are you sure? Yes. There's not two barbarians. Well, let me look at his Wikipedia page. Then you got me thinking it's Meng, but Meng was over with his other... No, you're right. You're right. My bad. My bad. My bad. <laughs> it's almost like there were two warriors. I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> and Hercules is not mated. So, yeah, a lot of got Rick and Ted are alive, too. So, lots of uh, positive vibes there. <laughs> Luke and Butch, they're both alive, right? Yeah. But well, how, one... how come one is only like still active and doing appearances? I think the other one is once, I think he still lives in Australia. Oh, okay. And he's also like kind of... Limp or gimp, whatever you want to call oh, okay. it. Okay. Or he, at least he was the Hall of Fame. I gotcha. Yeah. All right. All right. What I did was... wonder that last night. Really? Yeah. Like, how was he not doing appearances? <laughs> you think they they'd make a lot more money if they were doing it together? Yeah. So I also loved one of the Royal Rumble banners was swinging back and forth. You notice that throughout <laughs> no, the show? Really? Uh-uh. So one the banner above the ring, it must be under like a fan, is like going back and forth oh, the okay. entire time over the ring. It's kind of funny. I liked it a lot. Well, that's annoying if you notice it. I mean, it was funny. Okay. Uh, so the opening match is Jim Duggan and the Hart Foundation versus Dino Bravo and the fabulous Rougeau brothers. This is a two out of three falls match. I thought it was interesting that the announcers called it intercontinental title rules. Yeah. That must have been a thing. Two out of three? Yeah, the IC title must have been a two out of three fall match. Okay. Uh, I didn't know that. I didn't either. <laughs> I, I did like how they they tried to make this match as the Foreigners versus USA, but Bret Hart's Canadian. So. Yeah, but he's tied with uh, Duggan and Anvil. Yeah, so he's USA by default. Yeah. Okay. I can't believe how over Jim Duggan was. Like, I loved him as a kid. Me like, too. Like, mm-hmm. in the USA. And the chance, like, the, the crowd is, Monsoon would say, going bananas yeah. <laughs> for for, uh, for Hacksaw. He, and he's doing the foot stomp and on the apron and just getting everybody pumped up about it. He's a guy that was like... He would do the B towns, like Hogan would headline the A towns, and he would uh-huh. headline the other towns, or do run multiple things. And I'd be happy if Hacksaw came to my town. Oh, I would too. Yeah, I've can I tell you something? How much I loved Hacksaw Jim Duggan. <laughs> I created a MySpace, like a fake MySpace for him. Really? Yeah. I, I went online. I found all these pictures and tried to find the more intimate pictures, like the more like private pictures. To make of it him, seem like it was a real. To make thing. it seem like it was really him. So many people were Hacksaw's friend, and everybody had so many nice things to say to Hacksaw. <laughs> 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 he, he was a beloved. He was a, he was a beloved national treasure. <laughs> so you were making fake profiles back in the day, huh? Yeah, for him. Did he? Did you ever get like a cease and desist from Hacksaw? About no. Him? That's I mean, great. he must have liked it because <laughs> there was a lot of positive stuff I put out there about him. And <laughs> we we also loved him on Legends House when he almost fought Tony Atlas. Yeah, he's like big muscles don't mean shit. Like, smacks the microphone. <laughs> smacks the, smacks, Tough guy. Smacks the water. Him and Piper, are best friends. It was Piper. Piper here. Pipe. 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 Yeah, yeah. I love Hacksaw. Me Still too. Do. I've gotten the chance to meet him twice. Have uh, you? Yeah. One, I'd like to meet him. One time at Res- at WrestleMania a couple of years ago. And it, we were, it was like the Legends House before it came out, actually. And like he, uh-huh. it, they were like kind of rotating the guys in it. And we first got in line as Howard Finkel. I'm like, oh, whatever. I'll meet Howard Finkel. And then they switched him out with Hacksaw. I'm like, oh, hey, hey. He's like, oh, where are you from, guys? Oh, Chicago. I went to all state arena, Rosemont Horizon all the time. Oh, WrestleMania. Oh, you want to see my Hall of Fame ring? Like, he was so great. <laughs> he's still a built guy. Yeah. And uh, the that's la- the thing about him. Like, he's in the ring with no shirt, obviously. But it's it, he's not fat. He's just like a stocky guy. Yeah. Right. right. And I don't know. He's just. He's awesome. Him he and is. Boss Man, like later on. 
Well, early Bossman was not in stock. He no, no, no. But later on, they had that same type of build. <laughs> and then I also met him at WrestleCon this past year. My friend got like a mini two by four signed by his son, for his son. Yeah. And I've decided I'm gonna get I'm gonna get his autograph this year at WrestleCon. I'm gonna have him sign one of my VHS tapes. Uh, not a, a two by four. No, I'm, I'm a tape collector guy. Yeah, but you got some room on here for a two by four. But they're mini two by fours. I would like an actual two by four. Yeah, get an actual two by four. How am I gonna ship that thing home? It's oh, not gonna fit yes. my suitcase. <laughs> I thought you were gonna drive. No, I'm not driving to New York. <laughs> Uh, he does appearances all the time. So if you're ever around here, you and I will go and you can get a two by four sign. Yeah, that's what I'll do. Yeah. What the hell? Oh, uh, so text message came through. That was kind of weird. Uh, yeah. So I might, anyway, this match. So you got Hacksaw, Heart Foundation, Anvil. I love the antics between, uh, you're like, <laughs> it just, uh, when Hart is in the ring, he's got his sunglasses on. He like lays back and, and like lays back in the corner and Anvil reaches up and like takes his sunglasses off, like just so dramatically. And like, that's so awesome. And just how they work together. Yeah. It was he, just fun. I love the Heart Foundation. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid. Did you? Yeah, I did. I mean, I got into the game kind of late, so I didn't really see him that much, but you know, but going what, back but, and watching stuff, watching the tapes yeah. for sure. This is a really fun match. 15 minutes. The good guys win. <clears throat> Hacksaw and the Heart Foundation get the win. And I don't know. To me, this was the match of the night. I liked it. Frenchie Martin, I didn't know much about him, but I noticed in the middle of the match, like before the second pinfall. Frenchie Martin, guys, if you're not familiar, was the manager of the Rougeau brothers for some, him and Jimmy Hart, but he was like the sp- French spokesperson. It was kind of weird. Oh, okay. At least that's what I thought he was. I didn't know. I just knew Frenchie Martin was uh-huh. out there. <laughs> I, thought it, I thought he was maybe the manager of Dino Bravo. I don't know. But before the second pinfall, you could just hear Jimmy Hart just like babbling on the microphone. He's like, come on, guys, come on, get him. Come on, baby. Oh, my glasses. <laughs> yeah, come on, baby. Get him, get him, get him. He's another guy I'd like to meet. I've never met Jimmy Hart. I'd like to meet the mouth of yeah. the South. So once I noticed I could hear him, like that's all I could notice was just him talking. It was cracking me up with all the dumb stuff he was saying. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, then after this match, we go back to the back and the guys pick up the numbers out of like the bingo mm-hmm. rotator. I miss guys doing that. They haven't done that yeah. in like forever. The tumbler, yeah, that was you, nice. I wish they still did that. Yeah, exactly. That, that's something that is, is simple to bring back. That I think people would like. And it adds to the storyline of you know what numbers you get, and then you're kind of excited. On and the million dollar man was always buying numbers, and yeah, you know we need someone to try to do, to trade numbers and yeah, you know, try to trick someone should trick our truth into trading his number thirty <laughs> this year. <laughs> they should. It's like I'll give you that's two. A good idea. I'll give you this number. One is better than thirty. You know, yeah. 30, it's like golf numbers or something like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe before the show this year they can do that. But back then, I'd like to, well, going back to the DiBiase thing, he pulls a number, talks about how he's going to, you know, get the best number in the in the Rumble. He pulls it, Virgil looks at it, and he looks at it, he's like, he's not too happy about it. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, he's slick, he calls Slick over, and uh, he's like, hey, Slick, you know, how, do, how did you do on the Rumble numbers? He's like, brother, unbelievable. <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah, really? <laughs> he's like, well, let, let's have a meeting and talk about this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, D, uh, Slick said something, I had to rewind it a couple times, he's like, um, I forget. I'm sorry. I'll bring it up later because it's in my notes later on. But he okay. says something that doesn't make sense. Like it's not a word I've ever heard before. But he ends up having a meeting with Slick so he can buy uh, one of the better numbers. Okay. Uh, so after that, we do some. We got some number drawing. We have another match here, which is kind of a mess. It is the singles match for the women's championship. Rock and Robin defeated Judy Martin. I don't know who the hell Judy Martin is. I know who Rock and Robin is, with Sherry as the guest commentator because she wants that title match against Rock and yeah. Robin. This match was, you know, women's evolution hair. Hey, I kind of wish I, I saw Sherry and Rock and Robin like at some point, like before this happened. Like uh-huh. I would like to see Sherry wrestle. Yeah, I, I don't think I've ever seen her wrestle. Well, yes, you have. You've seen WrestleMania six. I have, but like a real wrestling match. 
I mean, just go back on the network. She's on there. She's got a collection on the network, I believe. Yeah, no, I'm saying that's... <laughs> I would like to see her wrestle. <laughs> okay, nothing's stopping you. So, yeah, this match is a mess. Rock Robin gets the wins. At least they kept it short, six minutes. It was yeah. fine. It was a fun little novelty. At least for me, it was. And then next up, we have the pose down. Well, no, this is this is where I took my other note. Okay. Uh, after this match, they go backstage again with Sean Mooney. He's talking with Slick, Akeem, and Bossman. And he calls out Slick for trading a number or selling it one of his numbers. Of Sean his Mooney calls him out. <laughs> yeah, to, to selling it to uh, DiBiase. He's like, no, I didn't. He's like, well, let's look at the footage. So he goes back to it. And one of the words that he was saying was executively. <laughs> he's like, oh, you want to trade that? Executively. And then he's like, oh, no, no, no. I thought you were talking about my, my buddy Ted, <laughs> the other Ted. <laughs> Let's bring that word into our, our vocabulary. Executively. Is it executively or exactly? Executively. Okay. The uh, closed caption didn't pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> the guy doing it's like, I don't care. He's like, I don't it. know what this word is. <laughs> I don't well, speak this jive. <laughs> some guys on a podcast in Chicago mm-hmm. are going to want to know what this word is. Oh, man, I like it. Anyway, pose down. What did you think of the pose down between the Ultimate Warrior and Rick Rude? I thought it was a lot of fun. I thought it was so stupid. Did you really? Until I, I the end, like the end, you know, first off, yeah. let's be honest, Rick Rude won that pose down. Oh, of course he did. You know, I mean. But here's the thing, like Gene Okerlund like adds a lot of like professionalism to it. <laughs> Speaking of that, Gene Okerlund gets such a pop when Howard Finkel introduces him. Yeah. Like, to, to be like the MC for this little pose right. down. I was like, I don't have anything, but was Gene gone for a while? Is this like a big comeback for him? Could have been. It might have been, but, you know, Rick Rude comes down. They edited his theme on the network, which I never really realized. I guess that was, at some point, you know, copyrighted by somebody else. Yeah. I Um, mean, it's like the standard stripper music, like the old school stripper song. Yeah. Either way, it's not not his. Uh, He comes down. I love his. He's got the poofy, you know, Mullet curly, curly yep, mullet. The big fat mustache. Perm. Oh, that mustache is legit. That's, his mustache is just as poofy as his hair. <laughs> and, that, and Bobby Heenan's got a little curl. Looks like he put a little, you know, mm-hmm. a little curl in his heart to, to sure look did. nice. Uh, Bobby Heenan is all over the show, by the way. He's yes. got man. He's got managing guys left and right. Some two mm-hmm. in the same match. So Rude comes down, and then uh, he, Rude is there first. And he explains the pose down. Warrior comes out to a big pop, and. Jesse Ventura's like, what's he getting all pumped up for? This isn't a match. And Gorilla Monsoon's <laughs> like, well, Jess, he's got to do what he's got to do. Yeah. And the fans are going to decide who's going to win this. And, uh, you know, Rick Rude's over in the corner with the little weight. What is it called? Like the. I don't know. It's one of those steel bars that yeah, you kind of. Yeah, the bend bar. It, it's yeah. called something. Yeah. So he's getting a pump in between it. <laughs> in, in between each pose. So the, yeah. so the thing is, it's supposed to be four poses. Mm-hmm. And Rude picks the pose, obviously, because yeah. it just. Warrior doesn't really know. <laughs> I don't think he's a good good on the mic, right? No. Um, so he says, "Rude, what's going to be your first pose?" And he's like, it's "The double bicep pose, yeah. little man." Mean Gene's <laughs> asking Rick Rude this, by the way. And Not Rude the calls him little man. He does. And he's like, the things we're going to be looking for is the peak, the definition, and the overall symmetry. This, by the way, Scream, knowing what we know about Vince now and his obsession with, like, bodies and built, like, this was his, like, produced segment. Yeah. So this is what we're going to look for, pal. We're going to look for peak. <laughs> got to do the biceps, pal. Ah. So Rick yeah. does a professional pose. He does. And then Warrior just starts going, <laughs> pumping, you know. I'm like, come on. Rick won that pose off. He and did. Another, another thing what was funny is 
in between the set, Rude's you know doing his bar band thing. He's like uh, Bobby Heenan's like, we need fifteen minutes for this before we do the next one. He's like, fifteen minutes, we don't have that kind of time. You're supposed to be ready for this. <laughs> and then, no, but Jesse Ventura and the Girl of Monsoon Girl is like, what's he doing with that over there? And Jesse's like, well, he's he's doing in between poses to get a pump back on. And <laughs> Girl's like, the Warriors need to do that. <laughs> like, the Warriors, he it. doesn't. <laughs> well, because he's got those tassels wrapped right. around his biceps, making Stra- him straining his veins and <laughs> <laughs> to pop. Then they go to another pose, which and like this point I kind of tuned out. I was like, "All right, let's this get this over with." Best abdominals, <laughs> and Who I think dominated I, this. His abs he got like washboards. Dude, he, he's, he's cut to shreds. Yeah, he's I mean, the, Warrior's kind of big, but I mean, and uh, <laughs> Jesse Ventura kept saying, "He's he's got uh, he's too smooth. He's too smooth, Gorilla. <laughs> Look at those abs. He's too smooth." <laughs> Gorilla's like, "Oh come on!" <laughs> and then he tries to say, "What would you do about bodybuilding, Gorilla?" <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, if Third, anyone would know, be Jesse the Body Ventura. Third pose is the most muscular pose, which is, I don't think it's ever a thing. <laughs> so Rude's, as they're doing it, Rude's face, I don't think he's breathing. Like, his face is getting completely red. He's holding his breath. He's straining. He's trying to make all his muscles pop. And then Monsoon says, uh, Sure takes a lot out of him. Because <laughs> obviously he sees the same red face that I do. Oh, God. Fourth pose is a medley of poses. And Gene's like, medley of poses. We'll call it the muscular montage. <laughs> oh, man. That's and, just uh, funny. Yeah. Rude dominated, but the fans did not like Rude. They booed him. They cheered for Warrior. And then Rude justifiably, you know, upset with the results. <laughs> wax <laughs> wax Royal Warrior from behind with that steel. Pretty uh, hard, too, over yeah, the head. The little Ben bar. Yeah. Pump, we'll, pump bar. <laughs> we'll call it the pump bar, but he waxed the hell out of him. Warrior's out cold. Then, the, you know, the officials come to help the warrior, and then he mm-hmm. like, throws some official over the top rope, and this thing throws was, them all over. I mean, the way we're describing it sounds a lot of fun, but this segment... Oh, not, it's fun. No. Come on. I mean, the commentary... That's a good setup for WrestleMania, too. It is, where Rude wins the title from Ultimate for Warrior. WrestleMania also. The WrestleMania 5. All right, what we got next up? Before we get to the next thing, too, the the note I have on that pose down, I want Bobby Heen's WWF gym bag. Do you see that thing? No. It's like a merchandise catalog, like a duffel bag. It's uh-uh. definitely straight from the merch stand. I want that. Uh, Jeff Springer on Twitter posts a lot of merchandise stand stuff, and uh, that's something I would think. Was that where he pulled the uh, bar from? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. You know, it makes sense. What, so so what's next after that? After this, uh, Pre-recorded interviews with Master Fuji with his powers of pain, uh, Mean Gene with Elizabeth, and then uh, Jimmy Hart. Okay. Yeah, the Elizabeth thing with Mean Gene's funny because Mean Gene, who are you going to root for? She's like, well, both of them. He's like, well, what yeah. if they come to blow? She's like, oh, well, I'm not going to think about that. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, it was, I don't know. What, do you, what are your thoughts are when these interviews? Because normally they were in the back, like on a set. They're all green screen in this interviews. Yeah. Um, I didn't like it. I mean, back then it was the latest technology. Yeah, I guess. But, but right now, no, it's pretty terrible. <laughs> but even that, like even back then, like I prefer the set. You know, the the big Royal Rumble logo, and they're in the back or something. Yeah, That's what I prefer. Like, a, to. like in the locker room, you right? See some lockers, and I guess they could have recorded these weeks and weeks earlier. You know, yeah. that would make it a lot easier. But I was a big fan of the set. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. Next up on the pay per view show, we've got Harley Race versus King Haku with Bobby Heenan. This is for the King of the Ring crown and cape, apparently. Yeah. I didn't know how Haku became the king, but apparently Bobby Heenan manages both of them. And they're saying Haku stole the crown from Harley Race. 
So I don't know. It was a it was a pretty decent match. Like two tough well, guys. Well, Harley King Haku comes out getting carried, a la Macho Man and Sherry WrestleMania Seven. Yeah. With these old, you know, Java wrestlers. And my favorite part is King Haku's waiting at kind of he's at his like his throne in between the guardrail and the ring, mm-hmm. and out comes Harley Race. You know, he's all pissed. He flips the thing <laughs> over, and Haku's like, oh, no, yeah. like falls on the ground. And then this match is just, I love it because it's in, it feels like it's in slow motion, mm-hmm. but Harley Race seems so legit. Like, he just looks like an old, pissed-off old guy. Yeah. You know, and he's not tan. He's just this pale guy with his curly hair and he's misplaced tattoos. <laughs> his prison tats. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> all faded. Uh-huh. And he's just, this is just in slow motion, this whole match. You know, yeah. I don't know. I think this is a perfect example of the difference between NWA, WCW, and WWF was if this match was in NWA, WCW, mm-hmm. I think the crowd would be going nuts because the lights would be down. Yeah. Be just on the ring. It would seem larger than it was, but you know, they are stuck just in, in the ring. And Harley's got these purple trunks and the big old crown iron on the back that looks yeah. like it was stretched out. Doesn't really fit him. <laughs> but it made me be like, man, Harley was a badass. If I was, say, my age in 1989, I could totally see myself rooting for Harley Race and then thinking this new guy, King Haku, is just some bum who, does, who doesn't deserve the crown. But, right. I mean, at this point, I grew up with Haku and not really knowing who Race was. Mm-hmm. So even as young as Haku was, I'm like, you know, Haku's some good stuff here. <laughs> the finish of this is good with the, the crescent kick he throws. He yeah. nails him in the head, face with it yeah. King Haku gets the win. Mm-hmm. Well, the best part of this match is really Bobby Heenan. Like when Harley Race has got the upper hand, he's like, come on, Harley, come on, Harley, I'm in your corner, buddy. <laughs> and then when Haku gets in, he's like, come on, Haku, get him, get him. And then near the end, he's like, Bobby's just saying, we got to do this, we. And Monty's yeah. like, wait, who's he talking about? And he's, talking about like, both of them. he's like, whoever he wants to, gorilla. Yeah. Uh, but this is a fun match. I don't know. I liked it better than the pose down. <laughs> did you really? I did. Not a fan of the pose. It's a decent match. I mean, I'm not trying it's, to put no, this over it's as not. Like the best match in the no, world. It's a short match, and again, it's Harley being silly and, and with his, his crown and cape and Yuki's mm-hmm. his, his prison tattoos. And Then we get to the main event of the show, the Royal Rumble match. Before that, we've got a few more thoughts of people. In the back. So what I liked about the green screen, they've got, I mean, they go from everybody. they got uh, Greg the Hammer Valentine. He's got his logo. Uh, Big John Studd, Mr. Perfect, Macho Man, uh, all that kind of stuff. Like, all these guys have their actual logo in the background. The only one that didn't was the first one, and that's Brutus. Because was he in between the barber and Brutus at this point? Maybe that was it. Maybe. I know he was the barber at least by WrestleMania five that year. No, because he said he, uh, they were talking about how... uh, Outlaw Ron Bass got his hair cut by okay. Barber. So he was the Barber at this yeah. point. But I like what he said. He's like, I have the only tools that I need are these fists on the other, these two meat slabs. <laughs> like, damn, beefcake. <laughs> I, do we ever figure out why Gorilla would always call him Brudai? I don't know. I think it's plural. Is it? But there's only one of them. <laughs> I don't know. That's a, it's a it's fun, it's a fun mon- monsoonism. It's Brudai. Yeah. You know what's funny is looking back, we grew up with Gorilla Monsoon doing yeah. all these commentaries, and I still think he's such a great commentator. He is. But back in the day, like people thought he was the worst. Like he sucked. Oh. I don't get it. Like I, don't I was either. looking at old like Wrestling Observer awards. Like he would consistently win worst <laughs> announcer. I'm like. <laughs> You guys are out of your damn mind. He's the best announcer. But him, the, him teaming up with uh, Ventura was fun, and him and uh, Heenan were, I think, the best. Yeah, I, I I go back and forth on that. I think I'm a little more biased towards him and Heenan because that's what I actually would watch yeah. more. But they're just different dynamics. Like him and Heenan, 
Heenan just like a buffoon to, yeah. to Gorilla. You know, he won't stand up to him, whereas Jesse will call out hypocritical stuff towards Gorilla. Yeah. And, like, girls know what to say. Like, you know, where there'll be a match where he will cheat, and then Hogan will cheat. And yeah. Jesse's like, if Hogan was doing what are you doing? You're saying, you know, that the boss man can do it, but Hogan can't? How is that fair, Gorilla? Yeah. Or you how do, is that you fair, do a good, uh, Ventura. You just got to read a sword axe. <laughs> that was Canadian. Okay. Gorilla. 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 Yeah, Gorilla. I'm going to go smoke marijuana in Mexico, Monsoon. Gorilla. Gorilla. <laughs> and then Monsoon just like, oh, what are you doing here, Jess? I don't know, Jess. I don't know, Jess. Monsoon's the best. The best announcer? Well, yeah. <laughs> in the 80s and 90s. Was, is he better than Jim Ross? I think so. <sighs> it's tough. I think. Because yeah. I grew up with him. We I grew- mean, Jim Ross I didn't really grow up with. But, you know, he was when wrestling was cool. Good God Almighty, they killed him. Yeah, I guess. He's got so many. I mean, if it came down to the two, I'm going Gorilla. Okay, um, that's fair. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Both Hall of Famers. This Royal Rumble match starts off with something I really hope they do again soon. Maybe even this year. So yeah. Axe and Smash and Demolition started off. This blew my mind when I first saw it. Really? I'm like, how are you going to put... Not like that I knew that they were booking it this way, but I thought it was so awesome that... Axe drew number one and then Smash drew number two. I'm like, that is incredible. Yeah. If I were Axe and Smash, I would just wait, wait for number three. <laughs> Which they kind of, well, once number three comes out, they kind of do because it's Andre. Yeah. You know, he's struggling to get to the ring. Right. But imagine if it, it starts off with this year with, you know, Big E and then like Kofi number two. Mm-hmm. And they start to fight and then Woods comes out in number three and they just kind of team up and take everyone out in the rumble that until they great. get to the end yeah it would make sense I mean, right? there was a rumble with cm punk when he was with uh, the nexus that i thought was pretty cool yeah it was and he would just kind of sit there and eventually cena came that was i think 2011 when it was like the biggest rumble ever yeah, 40 okay. guys uh-huh. that was a good one that would have been like, a good one that is like the most that's the most realistic strategy <laughs> anybody could do if they're a team yeah i mean we're obviously not going to break down each elimination each spot mm-hmm. through the rumble because it's a big match but what are some of your highlights well, one of the highlights I loved was right after Butch comes out, number 10, um, Jake the Snake had already been eliminated. He right. already had a little confrontation yep. with Andre. Andre beat the snot out of him and threw him out of the ring. Jake comes back maybe you know three, four people later with his snake, throws it in the ring. Everybody is scared, you know, right. poopless. <laughs> <laughs> Andre is so frightened by the snake, he climbs. Well, I, I think that's the only way he gets in and out of the ring. He goes over the <laughs> rope and just fucking hightails it. <laughs> Andre's facial like, oh. He eliminates himself. <laughs> Runs away. Yeah. And then Jeff's like, oh, what is that, Monsoon? He's not even in here anymore, Gorilla. Yeah. But he eliminated was, himself. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. Uh, I also liked these. This is one of the favorite where the Warlord comes out. Yeah. Walks in the ring. Hogan clotheslines him over the top within two seconds. He had, <laughs> he had the record for a while until Santino's elimination. Yeah. One of my favorite eliminations ever. Less than a second. And Santino gets eliminated. Uh-huh. Didn't realize, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're never going to beat that record. It's impossible. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, one of the things, obviously, is that when Tito comes out, uh, Ventura calls him Chico right. Santana. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's a thing, I guess. <laughs> oh, Chico, tacos, tacos, gorilla. And seeing Savage in there against all these other, like, bigger guys, he was—he looked so small to me. Like, he was, you know, even up against Mr. Perfect or all these other guys that I thought are, are smaller. Like, Savage was just slimmer than them and i'm thinking he's the world champ you know i when he first came out i'm like oh he's in his hasbro gear but he's not he's not wearing a headband he's wearing the bandana okay but it's close enough to what his his hasbro gear would be (laughs) um another thing another fun spot 
was when Macho Man and Hogan had like a little mm-hmm. confrontation. Yeah. You know, Hogan eliminates Macho Man like a jerk that he is. He's supposed to be in the mega powers, but he's selfish. Yeah. Macho Man comes in his face and then freaking Liz comes out. Like I was a fan, but get out of here, Liz. But she, you know, <laughs> gets him to gets him to shake hands. Be it, <laughs> gets him to shake hands and be buddies again, so yeah. And the boss man comes out. And Do you think Hogan did that on purpose? Because Bad News Brown was trying to get rid of Ho- or, uh, Savage. He was over the over the rope, and then Hogan just just flipped Bad News over and took Savage with him. I think he knew. I think Hogan knew what he was doing. I think he had lust in his eyes. I think he knew what oh, he was doing. Oh, he did. Yes, he did. All right. And this was this was one of the last stops on the final build to their match WrestleMania. You know, they obviously have their Saturday night's main event. Yeah. Or the main event little blow off and. That that leads to their big match at WrestleMania five, but I I don't know. I think Hogan did it on purpose. What did you think? I thought it was an accident. <laughs> <laughs> Someone who hates Hogan, you're on his side here, huh? Well, I mean, I know he was going for bad news, and uh, Savage think... was just a casualty of war. <laughs> but Savage did fly in there pretty damn quick after he got tossed, <laughs> getting Hogan's face. My thing is, if Axe and Smash can wrestle face each other and agree to put yeah. differences aside in this match, oh then, for sure, then, then the Mega Powers could too, right? Yeah. Savage just needs to be a little more mature. And then the guy who wins this Rumble, Big John Studd, I still don't understand why they picked him to win this. He didn't go on to do anything else. No. You know, they could have given it to Ted DiBiase, maybe. Yeah. Or something. I actually wanted Ted to win. Yeah. Because thinking Big John Studd, I don't have any any fond memories of Big John Studd. He was just, I I told you, he was just kind of oafy. He lost the body slam challenge to Andre at WrestleMania 1. And I don't know, he didn't do anything for me. No, he didn't do anything for anybody. He was a terrible talker. <laughs> he was big. Yeah, I guess. And that's about it. Yeah. That's the only, I guess, do- the negative of this thing is I didn't like Bing John Studd, and he won. Yeah. But you can't judge the whole it's, Rumble It's on like who a wins. great movie that ends with a, on, on a, just ends poorly, and then you're just left with that bad taste in your mouth. <laughs> you just forget about all the good of the whole show. Another cool little thing was they had Arn and Tully come in back-to-back. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of clever. Like, oh, the tag team's going to help each other out. Mm-hmm. Bossman uh, and Akeem came in back-to-back. Twin Towers. I always forget that they were such, like, a big tag team. They were. You know, the, the like, twin. Physically, too. Yeah, they were the Twin Towers. And yeah. during one of their backstage interviews before the show, like, Akeem's doing his little dance and all yeah. that. Akeem. <laughs> You're doing it. <laughs> I am. I think I could be wrong, but there's going. I thought that I saw their prototype or something planned for an Akeem elite figure. That would be great. Could be wrong. I might be making that up. That's okay. Either way, I want it. The Jive Soul Bro. Did you For like sure. Akeem? You I were, did. Really? I did. He no. was he, not that I really wanted him to be my first Hasbro, but he was my first Hasbro. Really? Just the first one that I saw. It's like in the store. Yeah, I was at KB Toys uh-huh. and I saw them, and there was somebody else I didn't really want, and I could only pick one. I think it might have been like a. I don't. Know. I don't remember, but Aku, no Aku, Akeem was the one that I ended up picking up. I'm curious who that would have. Who would you have possibly turned down over Akeem or to pick Akeem? Let's look up at the Hasbro series one. <laughs> series. Let me look up and see what they are here. Maybe it's because of the price. He was in a bin. He was in series one, so we've been Hogan, Warrior, Andre, Axe and Smash, Rick Rude, Macho Man, Boss Man, Ted DiBiase, Brutus, Jake the Snake. Who would you have not wanted? Maybe one of Demolition would have been kind of annoying to get. But Maybe. Either way, I can't believe you picked Akeem as your first Hasbro. That's a funny story. I think one of, hey, I, what do you want me to do? I don't know. I think my, <laughs> my first Hasbro. This has, also may have been the time where I knew I was getting some for Christmas, so I already had some like in a box, and this was one I could keep like open. 
Yeah. So maybe I already knew that I, because I knew I had Axe and Smash, Jake mm-hmm. Roberts, Rick Rude, Savage, and Warrior. Yeah, my first one was Ultimate Warrior in the white tights with the slam. Yeah. It was my first one. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, Big John Studd gets the win here, and that, that's my only real complaint about this show is the guy who won. But, again, we're not going to knock the whole show because of the last minute of it. Overall thoughts, let's give yourself a 1 out of 10. Not the Rumble match itself, but the entire pay-per-view. What are you going to give it? Give it a 6. Really? Okay. Yeah. Nostalgia, I'll give it an 8. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> but, I mean, realistically, it's like a 5 or a 6. I think that's fair. I think Nostalgia is an 8 and about a 5 or a five or so for the actual match quality. But, yeah. again, like I have such weird tastes in wrestling and weird, like um, I guess, uh, criteria for what I think is good. Mm-hmm. I just can't get over how much I like that Harley Race Haku <laughs> match. <laughs> it, it was it was slow paced. Uh huh. It was very slow paced, and I love and like I'm like in the mood now. Where I loved New Japan fast paced ROH, yeah. you know, style wrestling. It was stiff. Like Harley, he didn't look like he was that like even trained. Like the way he threw clotheslines, <laughs> it was just like he almost fell every time he threw a clothesline. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved his pile drivers. The one where he kind of rolled the pile driver on the outside, you know, it didn't look that good. But I, mean, I, I don't know. Everything just looked good to me. Yeah, I liked it. I was a big fan. And the, and the fact that Harley like kind of talked, <laughs> pushed that whole whatever you want to call that that throne yeah. thing like at the beginning. Yeah, I'm like that was it. like real. <laughs> I, I thought Haku was going to land on his head. <laughs> Speaking of landing on their head in that six man match, do you remember when Hacksaw is like doing the um, catapulting? Yeah, onto Ray Rougeau. So he, uh, <clears throat> Jim Duggan is inside the ring, Heart Foundation on the outside of the ring, waiting for tags. Hacksaw just like uh, I'm sorry, Jim Neidhart is just holding on the top rope, and Hacksaw like you know flips the top rope and catapults Jim and Anvil Neidhart on top of Ray Rougeau. Then uh, Bret Hart you know lines up, and then uh, Hacksaw catapults Bret Hart. Bret Hart overextends himself and almost lands on his damn neck. <laughs> Did you see that part or notice it? I think he said he didn't notice it. Yeah, I don't know. I'll if you watch it again, it's, oh. it, he, he goes, he kind of over rotates, and he almost like lands on his neck. What about the Rumble match itself? What would you give the Rumble? I think the Rumble match itself has a lot of fun little moments in it to to yeah. bump it up to like a seven or so for me. Yeah, yeah. Little, little rival rivalries mixed in. I thought made it good, mm-hmm. like the uh, Mega Powers. Yeah, within themselves and Mega Powers against the Twin Towers. Um, just like the Rockers and the Brainbusters, all the and, tag teams and was cool being there. Yeah, it was fun. Definitely yeah. fun show to watch. Uh, if you haven't seen it in a while. Guys and girls, I suggest going back in the network and, and watching it. And let us know what you think of, of the show. Uh, next week, we're going to try to do the WrestleMania 2000, assuming I get the WrestleMania all-day package. And we're definitely, at the very least, I'm going to have the interview with Carrie up next week because I'm going to talk to him, I think, on Tuesday. And if I don't have a full show or enough time with you to get a show up, just put a mini show up. We'll call it mm-hmm. six, episode 68 and a half and just make a Rumble recap show because those are always fun to do. And then I'm starting to think about um, potentially trying to do this. This was such a pain in the ass to do the first time. Uh, when we first started the show, if you've gone back in the archives or if you've been with us from the beginning, we did something called WrestleMania Memories where I, I had fans come on and talk to me about attending WrestleMania and their memories of it. And it was fun. I've met friends friends through it. But it's not. It's hard to coordinate everyone's schedules to do the interview, to edit the shows, all that stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll see. I'm, I want to do that again. But I want to do it where people would just either send me in a DM or an email or send me an audio portion of it. I think it'll be easier. So if you have some guys you want to participate, start thinking about that. 
uh, some of your WrestleMania stories of attending the show or, you know, WrestleMania weekend, anything like that. Especially if you attend an older one. I think we saw, we had a guy on that was at WrestleMania 6, which was such a cool thing to hear. And a mm-hmm. guy was at WrestleMania 18, yeah. same guy. So that was pretty cool to hear that story. And I love my favorite part about that WrestleMania 6 interview was he told a story about how, you know, we were, it's in Toronto. We're huge Bret Hart fans. He's a Canadian hero. Like he's the, one of the Canadian guys we love. And the Hart Foundation have like a six second match. Oh. So we were pumped they won. He's like, but it was just kind of like, man, we want to see the Hitman. Yeah. You know? Or the Hart Foundation. What are you going to do? So I might start thinking about doing that again. So keep your, Ideas open and hopefully people will participate because that's always fun. Uh, I think that's going to be it for this week's show. I don't really have anything else much to talk about. There's lots of wrestling stuff coming up. I've got stuff to talk about about stuff I'm going to get signed at WrestleCon and collecting stuff, but I'll I'll save that for next week coming up. Well, we got the Sting Lex Luger pops. Yeah, FYE. so Eric brought me the Sting and Lex Luger pops for only five bucks at Fye. So yeah. I appreciate that. Retails for suckers. Uh, <laughs> I also picked up Ronda Rousey. There's this. Uh, I've been looking for her at GameStop. I can't find her. I know no. she, she can order Amazon. It's easy, but I want to kind of grab her at the store. Yeah. I ordered her from an on like a third party shop and it was, I forgot the name of it, but it was 25% off plus free shipping. Mm-hmm. So I got that and it was like $7.50. It's a good deal. So I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> it's a good deal. It's a good looking pop too. It is. Uh, that's pretty much, yeah. Going to wrap it up for this week. Thanks, Eric, for getting me the Sting and Luger figure. Yep. AKA the Sting and the Ken doll. That's what Luger looks like there. <laughs> a little, um, reminds me of old school Roddy Piper. A little bit with the blue tights and kind of the mm-hmm. blonde-ish hair. Like the Piper versus, I uh, think, Valentine. I, th- I think this two-pack gets a bad rap, but that Sting is great. It is great. I think this On its th- own, like not even looking at Luger. Yeah. I love it. Cause I got him out of box. Yeah. I'm going to pop it out of box too. It's not obviously not worth anything if it was five bucks for a two pack. You never know. Two fifty each. That's true. I was looking today online, like The Rock is going for like fifty bucks. I'm like, man, he was yeah. everywhere. I could have grabbed him for ten bucks. Yeah. There was gonna... the uh, Stone Cold, the three two uh, K yeah. three sixteen. I version. had that one. That was clearance for like five bucks. I bought a couple of them and uh-huh. now it's like twenty to thirty bucks. That's interesting. Yeah. So you never know. I'm surprised they haven't done more Stone Cold. It's like a variant, a chase, maybe a stunning Steve. Yeah. All that stuff. There's uh, another set coming out that's gonna have Charlotte's. Mm-hmm. Randy Orton, Batista, and another Ric Flair. I wonder what Ric Flair version is going to be because the one with the pink robes is a great one it of the is. best ones, I think. Yeah. Even better than that 2K version one everybody loves so much. But I love the Ric Flair. Maybe he'll have a suit like uh, like his. Maybe maybe the butterfly robe, the black one that he wore at the maybe. robe. That was a great robe right there. Maybe that one for sure. Looking forward to the Charlotte one too. That should be good. Yeah. We need a Becky Lynch one though. True. Yeah, I think I think that Charlotte might be the only one I'm going to get out of that set. Okay. Unless if Randy Orton looks good, I'll get Randy. But I'm not big a Batista fan and Ric Flair. I've already got two of them. You need to get a Drax one if you want Batista from Guardians of the Galaxy. I'll put him in with my wrestling stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that'll wrap it up for this week, guys. Thanks for listening. PPW Podcast on Twitter, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher. You can find us. Um, make sure to head to wildmaneuver.net. Pick up a T-shirt to help support the show. That would really help us a lot, pay for server costs and everything else. Anything else, Eric? Nope. Cool. Thanks for listening, guys. We will see you next week.